Is it a chance to get your first real look at Romeo Dobbs, future Hall of Famer? Is it the new look offensive line? Is it a defense that has a chance to be special this season? Or is it Jordan Love? I asked what you're most looking forward to about the first preseason game between the Packers and the 49ers. I asked, you answered. Now we get to talk about it. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Really Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for the Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. The Packers and the 49ers will square off tomorrow in a game that means far less than the last time these two teams met. I think that is understating it, given especially what ended up happening and the repercussions that that loss uh, ended up reaping in the Packers offseason. But I asked, okay, what do people want to see? And there were three things that are all importantly connected. And then another thing. And so I want to talk about the three things sort of as one. By far, and we're not, we're not actually going to start with this, but I, I need to tell you up front. By far, the most common answer to this question was Jordan Love, by far, for reasons that I think are obvious, but reasons we will get into, and we're gonna talk about what reasonable expectations are and all of that. I'm gonna set that aside for the moment. The offensive line was, um, I didn't actually count, this was not a poll, so I didn't try and assess, you know, what got the most responses versus second most. It was obvious Jordan Love was the most, Offensive line, Romeo Dobbs, that was sort of number two in that in a, in a group together. We're actually going to talk about them together, and we're going to talk about the defense at the end. The offensive line is interesting because I mentioned at the end of yesterday's show that there had been this first group that has coalesced. It's Josh Nyman, John Renan Jr., Josh Myers, um, and then Jake Hansen at right guard, Royce Newman at right tackle. Yesterday at practice, you saw Zach Tom rotate in some there at right tackle. I expect he will get some right tackle reps in um, not just this game, but probably the the second week of the preseason. And I, I think it's a little disheartening that what you got from Brian Gutekinst was, you know, we think there's a, a chance that they can play early in the season, not week one. So apparently the David Bakhtiari timeline is not week one. Okay, so that's where we are. That is, I don't, I don't know, troubling is probably overstating it. I think there is some wisdom to saying Royce Newman makes the most sense at right tackle because he's someone that at least started an entire season worth of NFL games. He's seen NFL game speeds. He's played with Aaron Rodgers. He was a tackle in college. And although his best spot was guard last year, part of that was they had Elton Jenkins and Billy Turner, and then they had Yash Nyman. So, 
this is part of what we talked about with Brandon Thorne is the Packers are lucky that they have a deep group of guys that they believe in. Now, week one, you've got Vikings with Zedaria Smith and Daniel Hunter. Like, mm, that's a little scary if you're going to be starting Yash Nyman and Royce Newman or Yash Nyman and Zach Tom. Any combination of those two is a little bit scary. Now, the Packers won games last year with backups out there. I don't think Yash Nyman is, is a, an appreciable downgrade from Billy Turner, if a downgrade at all, frankly, especially in pass protection. Um, and we'll see what Royce Newman is. I think this will be a good test. I, I doubt guys like Nick Bosa are going to play. Haven't seen the final word on that kind of stuff. And usually teams don't, don't give final, final words until either the day before or the day of. Um, for the Packers, a lot of times we were finding out on game day who was going to play and who wasn't. But that offensive line looks like they're going to be blocking for running backs who are not important to this season. Kylan Hill is hurt. Um, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon were in a group yesterday that Matt LaFleur sort of pulled aside. Um, the the uh, assumption of, of everyone <laughs> at practice was those guys are not going to play. And so that leaves Patrick Taylor's hurt. I mean, like Dexter Williams could be the guy who gets a full quarter's worth of work. I mean, that's not unrealistic. Um, now, the Packers have some some other running backs. Um, you know, uh, Tyler Goodson, B.J. Baylor, who are rookies. But is that really going to be a great representation of what this offensive line is going to be with those running backs? Mm, I don't know. Now, if they're gashing the 49ers, then you go, okay, there's some there's some nice stuff to think about here. Some stuff to really get excited about here. But if they don't, I don't think we just go, well, the running game is going to stink and they're in big trouble. I don't think that's where we are. I, I do think that it helps playing with this version of Jordan Love versus, let's say, year one Jordan Love. Although year one Jordan Love did not get any preseason reps, even year two Jordan Love because he's got a more full command of the offense. I think we'll see him feel more comfortable making checks at the line of scrimmage, adjusting protections at the line of scrimmage. Whereas normally with a backup quarterback without Aaron Rodgers, you may, especially with a young quarterback who's a backup, you may not be getting some of that. And so to get some of that in live game action, that's not just in practice or that's not just in the joint practice that the Packers are going to have with the Saints here coming up, it, it is useful for that offensive line and useful for the coaches to evaluate these guys in those settings. Are they making mental errors? Do they know the checks? Do they know the calls? Do they know the assignments? Are they able to slide protections the right way at the right times? That is also good for Jordan Love. Because this is the starting offensive line group. Last year, he had to play with a bunch of backups. Now, ironically, is it coincidentally? I'd have to think about it. There are a lot of backups on this group. Jake Hansen is a career fringe roster player. Royce Newman is starting at a new position. Yash Nyman is a career backup. If the Packers offensive line were healthy, these guys would not be playing. But they probably would have been playing last year, for example, or let's say two years ago in the preseason because David Bakhtiari wouldn't be. This, though, now you've got starters out there. John Runyon, Josh Myers. Um, Royce Newman is going to have a good chance to start at one of two spots, at least for now. And Yash Nyman looks like he's going to be one of the starting tackles for the Packers in week one. Unlikely, both Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari are going to be ready for week one, if either of them. And so this is the group. 
This is the best chance for Jordan Love to succeed. It's the best chance for the receivers to give Jordan Love time to, or to have time from Jordan Love, trying to get the order of operations here. This is the best chance the quarterback will have from the offensive line to get the ball to the receivers, which is valuable to the receivers. I didn't need to spend, I felt, a lot of times on the Romeo Dubs piece of this because, duh, you want to see Romeo Dubs. You want to see Dobbs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be getting it consistently right very soon. I thought I had it kicked. I thought I had the habit kicked. We're still working on it. It's still preseason mode. We haven't even had a preseason game yet. So I'm, I'm still in training camp. I barely have the pads on for crying out loud. It is really exciting to see Romeo Dobbs. It is going to be, it would be exciting to see Christian Watson, but I think it's going to be exciting to see Amari Rogers in an, in an expanded role. Jordan Love is going to be playing with guys who actually will be having to take meaningful snaps in NFL games this year for the Packers. It's not last year with Malik Taylor and, you know, whoever else. Romeo Dobbs is going to be, Dobbs, are you serious? You guys. I'm blaming the cold medication. I'm, I'm going to blame the cold medication for now. But in, in a couple days, when I've kicked this cold, you can start yelling at me. Um, I had someone suggest that if we do the same donation thing that I did with Lily Zhao for when we said, obviously, um, that if I did Watson and Watkins, that we could just we could have a lot of diseases just cured from the amount of money that we would have to donate because of my verbal tics. So I apologize. Getting to see him with Jordan Love, who he's already had a connection with in this preseason process, the training camps and OTAs, and getting to see him with a quarterback who's going to have multiple starters on the offensive line, that's a great showcase for Romeo Dobbs. It's a great showcase for Amari Rodgers. How, how would, if he were going to be a part of the game plan this year, how would they use Amari Rodgers? Is he going to be used in interesting ways, non-traditional ways? Now, I'm sure they're not going to want to telegraph a lot of that, but some of it is unavoidable. You're, you're just going to shoot. You're going to have to run some of the plays. You're going to have to run something. Now, if you have specials, obviously you're not going to run those. So there's a lot to, to watch here at the offensive line. I want to see the rookies. I want to see Zach Tom with the ones. How does he look? I want to see Sean Ryan. If not with the ones, you know, I think you're going to see Jordan Love with some some of the, the top guys on the offensive line and some of the backup guys. There's no reason to play Danny Etling like at all. Really all preseason. Give Jordan Love as many reps as humanly possible. He needs those reps. Not just for him, but for evaluation's sake. So then I want to see Sean Ryan. I want to see, um, you know, some of these, these fringy receivers, the Juwan Winfrey's, the Samari Toure's. Let's see what they've got. Because, you know, he did the whole thing yesterday about Sammy Watkins and Aaron Rodgers saying all that. And, and the point of that was really to be about Aaron Rodgers and his ability to um, have an impact on who the Packers keep at receiver. But also, it was to discuss if Sammy Watkins was likely to make this team. And I hemmed and hawed and ultimately decided, I, you know, I don't think it's a lock. And then, okay, it turns out he's sitting from preseason week one. And then it's like, well, okay, does that mean he's more of a lock than we think? And I don't. I, it changes my, my view of it a little, but I think it's more, we know what he is. They brought him into camp to be a veteran. If it turns out that Romeo Dobbs looks ready, looks ready for real, and Amari Rodgers looks ready for real, 
And Alan Lazard continues to progress the way he is and Randall Cobb. I mean, those are your vets. But if you're going to get Dobbs and Rodgers for real, you don't need Sammy Watkins the same sort of way. They know what they have in Sammy Watkins. They want to see these other guys. And that gives them a better, better understanding of where they want to get to. And then they can make a decision on, okay, do they need the, I don't know, sure thing is, is probably overselling it because Watkins has the injury history. He's got the age questions, the mileage questions. I don't know that he's a sure thing, but they trust him to be an NFL player. If they believe these other guys can be NFL players, maybe you don't need that insurance policy the same kind of way. You guys, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? They have a new flavor. The cookie dough puff. It's unbelievable. It is so good. When I ran out of them, I was so sad because I started craving them. You just have them for a couple of days and you start to crave them. They are so delicious with real chunks of actual cookie dough, the protein infused marshmallow, the 16 grams of protein and the, the low calorie relative to what you're getting with 100% real chocolate and actual cookie dough and, and 160 calories with 15 grams of protein. That is the ratio that you will take all day long and the taste Taste is unbelievable. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. I know I've spilled a lot of ink and spent a lot of minutes on this podcast talking about Jordan Love. But the overwhelming response that I got when I put this question out there about what you were most looking forward to seeing in this game was Jordan Love. And that, I think, heartened for me that this is something that you guys are are interested in. And I know it's a pet project for me and, and you know, people can say whatever they want about that. That's fine. Um, I'm fascinated by Jordan Love and what happens. Yeah, I, I, I poked the bear's nest a couple of days ago and I, I showed the, uh, the clip of Justin Fields trying to do the guitar play action fake that Aaron Rodgers sort of perfected over the last couple of years in this offense. And... The problem actually was that he did not ID the blitz or he thought that the play fake would occupy the blitz, which is probably a, a faulty logic if that is in fact the case. Either way, it was a bad play. And someone in the comments, not even me, someone in the comments said, Jordan Loves looks more comfortable than Justin Fields. And I said, by a lot. And Bears fans got mad. And Bears fans love to get mad at me. I mean, there's, there's a lot of Bears fans. I was laughing because... I saw a stat that the Bears were the least bet on Super Bowl team in the league this year at 100 to 1. And I was like, oh, yeah, but all of the people that bet on him on the Bears have alerts for my tweets so that they can be like, oh, what did he say? What did he say? What did he say? It is interesting that all of the reports out of Chicago is that the offense is a complete and total mess and that Justin Fields is not playing well. He does not look comfortable. Any anytime there's a positive play, it is, oh, Justin Fields looks more comfortable on that play or looked more comfortable today because the comparison point is pretty far down. <clears throat> For Jordan Love, it's the opposite. It is, he has now set a standard, especially over the last week or so, <clears throat> where you have coaches talking about he's playing well, he's he's making progress, he's putting these pieces together. He looks more in command. Alan Lazard talked about the command. Aaron Rodgers talked about the throws and that he's excited to go see Jordan Love play that he is he is taking a similar trajectory to Aaron Rodgers. You know Mike Clemens uh asked a really good question about 
do you think Jordan Love took more heat and criticism than you did? And Rodgers gave a great answer, and that was that, you know, over time and as he's had success and as he's become a beloved icon for the Packers, the, the bad pieces fade. But he he spoke highly of Jordan Love and has over the years, this, this offseason in particular, and I am not the only one pointing out that progress. Now, if he goes out and has a bad preseason game, are people going to freak out? Yeah, they are. Are Bears fans going to be dancing on his grave? Yes. Are they going to be in my mentions? Oh, yeah. And in a way, rightfully so. That's part of the deal. That's part of the rivalry. I embrace it. I love it. And they know that. And, and I think anyone that follows me on Twitter knows that uh, about me. Jordan Love, though, we want to see the development. We want to see the command. We want to see the decision making. We want to see the high level arm talent. All of that stuff. I want to see him throw to Romeo Dobbs. I want to see him in a setting where he's playing with these real guys. This goes back to what we were talking about in the front. Just as much as him being out there benefits those guys, those guys being out there benefits him. And so he's not trying to make a throw in the red zone with Malik Taylor going up against Trey White. Now it might be Romeo Dobbs going up against a starter. We'll see how many starters the 49ers actually play. But I, I like giving him the keys with some actual guys out there. For the Packers, they don't need to go out and see him throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns and, and all that stuff. You'd like to see him forge a relationship with Romeo Dobbs because that would be, or, or sort of on-field chemistry, because that would, I think, hint at something that they could build for in the future. I, I don't think we should expect him to go out and just light the world on fire, but... I don't want to minimize the importance of these games. These are crucial games because even if it is the case that Aaron Rodgers wants to play two, three more years, Jordan Love's development has value to Green Bay. We've talked about this. If Aaron Rodgers is going to keep playing, then Jordan Love needs to have trade value so they can net some sort of return and some sort of value, a piece that they can use to build around Rodgers at the end of his career. And if Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play forever, which he's not, but he's not going to play more than a year or two more, including this one, then you need to see the development that gives you confidence that he can be the guy when Aaron Rodgers decides ultimately to hang it up. And there is part of me, you know, I used to think about a year ago at this time, I wonder why I thought about this a year ago at this time, that thought Aaron Rodgers wants anyone anyone but Jordan Love to succeed him in Green Bay. But he said something to Albert Breer of MMQB about the longer you play, the more you, you stop thinking about what you haven't accomplished and the missed opportunities and you just enjoy what you're doing and what you have, which is, a, I think, a really great perspective in general. I think there is part of him that would like Jordan Love to take over just to see if it fails. Part of it. I think in a perfect world, they'd win two more Super Bowls. He'd retire. Jordan Love uh, would, would get the keys and, Jordan, and Aaron Rodgers would get to ride off into the sunset. But, uh, it, it's not. Aaron Rodgers does not want to play forever. But I think he wants to know the franchise is going to be taken care of in a way. I think he cares about the organization. He cares about the fans. He cares about the coach. 
Do I think he cares so much that he would play longer than he than he wants to? No. Do I think he would care so much that he would retire early so that if he thinks Jordan Love is ready that he could that he could go take the the keys? No. But I think these are things Aaron Rodgers thinks about. And so for for more reasons than just it's it's um a person on your team you want to see play well. It's important that Jordan Love plays well in this preseason. And I do think the expectation should be elevated. I thought Jordan Love played very well in the preseason last year. I think it was underrated how well he played in the preseason last year. Uh, but you need to have even higher expectations. Now, you, you, need to, you need to think of him now as a starter and go, okay, if you're a starter, especially if the 49ers are not going to play Fred Warner and Nick Bosa and, and Jimmy Ward, then you need to go out there and light those dudes up. And I get you're just throwing to Romeo Dobbs and Amari Rodgers, but those guys are going to be real meaningful pieces for you this year. And I get it. Yash Nyman and Royce Newman and Jake Hansen are going to be blocking for you. Well, those guys might have to start for Aaron Rodgers in week one. So this is the same kind of circumstance that Aaron Rodgers has got to deal with. How do you deal with it? And that that is a big question. It is a great question. And I can't wait to see how they end up answering it. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen today. Now go make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Football. Find the intellectual fantasy expert, Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and unique angles to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. All right, we're going to be back tomorrow, a, a uh, summer Friday. It's still summer. It's August. Summer Friday with Nicole Menner. Our pal works in TV up at uh, in Green Bay. And she's been at training camp. She was at the Leroy Butler Hall of Fame induction. So she's got a lot of info she is going to bring to the table. Um, and, and we will have what I think will be a conversation that ends up being something you can listen to into the weekend or even next week if you, know, you don't get to it by game time. So again, I don't want these to feel like homework. That's why we're doing them this way. Um, so we're going to have a fun conversation coming up tomorrow. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that. 920-341-3775. Stay Locked on Packers. <laughs>